The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Everybody and welcome to my brother, my brother, mean advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary Griffin McElroy. I'm gonna say my name normal. So I just like if you string my name together, it sounds like Travis McElroy. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, right. Um, are you boys excited to go to Snigg, which is what I just sort of fam- like because I'm so familiar with it, I call San, San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. um, the 2017 edition. Are you boys uh, all hyped up to for the comic, the, the that new comics smell? Excelsior! Yep. Excelsior is what I always say. Did you know that? Stud-dick-dick. Did you know that every Comic Con attendee in their visit will get a complimentary Stanley cameo? All right. You gotta keep your eyes peeled, but he will. Maybe he'll be the one serving you chicken tenders in Ooh. the uh, in the conference center. Maybe he'll I've, be your driver, your Uber. I've maybe you'll wake gotten, up and he'll be standing over you in your hotel room. Maybe. If you see an old man and you wonder who are you talking to, that is probably Stanley. Because mm-hmm. I gotta wonder, people in the Marvel movies, like who is that old man talking to? Um, I've always got my head on a swiv looking for Stanley. Um, are you, what do you think Stanley's last name is? No one knows. And that's what makes him such an exciting artist. So it's, I, I want to make sure we don't all dress up as the same action hero. Mm -hmm. And so I was hoping we could have to take some time here for our cosplay corner, which is a segment we, man, we haven't done cosplay corner in a while, huh? Yeah. I was just wondering who you boys are going to do. I got mine all planned out this year. Okay. The cape. But. Jesus Christ. So I am going as the cape, mm-hmm. which you may remember from the series, the cape. But this is going to be confusing, and I'm still sc- sort of struggling with how to communicate this vis-a-vis my, my dress. I've got 10 episodes of sort of like material to work with. Not much. Not a not lot. Not much. A lot, of, a lot of time you want a richer cannon so you can sneak a lot of Easter eggs into your garb. The, the, <laughs> I don't think they had time to really develop those, to nurture and uh, incubate those eggs. So the thing is that I'm cosplaying as the cape mm-hmm. from the cape. Not the cape, the character, yeah. but the cape's cape called the cape. So lower I'm just going to be T, lowercase C. Right, the cape from the cape, the mm-hmm. canceled TV series. How's that I, grab you all? Oh, it grabs me so good, just like the cape didn't. Um, I have, <laughs> I have a really exciting one, and I'm. It's taken a really long time, and I've spent boys thousands of tens of dollars. Um, I'm gonna be, I think, just Zachary Quinto. Nice. Okay. Not in 
not as a not as a uh, you know Star Trek Spock or as a Heroes guy, mm-hmm. but just Zachary Quinto. And I I, would... I don't know if a lot of people do. Folks do that typically. Like, hi, I'm Will Wheaton, and people are like, oh, it's so excited. Wait a minute. They're like, no, you don't understand. That's no. I just am. Him. Be a good year for your Elijah Wood cosplay, Griffin. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, every year's a good year for my Elijah Wood cosplay, Justin. It's my life. I'm Do you gonna think go. Zachary Quinto walks around in Spock ears just like, ah, nanu nanu, right, idiot? Yeah. Anyway, get bent. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my entire Comic-Con experience. Anybody got any cats I can eat? Because, uh, oh, that, was, that wasn't him. That wasn't Spock yeah. who did it. Oh, it was Alf? It was anyway, Alf who did that. Thanks for I, the money. I'm going, my cosplay this year is I'm going to go as Superman. Um, but I'm going as Superman, um, but like right in the middle of changing from Clark Kent to Superman. So I'm out of my Clark Kent clothes, but I haven't yet gotten into my Superman outfit yet. Hmm. I think if you cosplay as Superman in one of these things, you should just be asked to leave. Like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Superman is cool. We get it. It is the equivalent of dressing up as a ghost on Halloween. Just cause it's like, (laughs) oh, oh, what if I'm just super naked? Well, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, no are we gonna cosplay at? We're gonna. Oh, be... let me be clear. I'm gonna shave my chest hair into the S. Now so, we're talking. Okay. Now we're so talking. it'll be su- and my bush. <laughs> now we're talking about something real upsetting. <laughs> so we are actually gonna be. I should mention now while I'm thinking about it. We're gonna be at Comic Con. Mm. Um, Travis, when is it? <laughs> Saturday. Oh, well, we're gonna be there like. You know, all the days. But Saturday uh, at noon, we are going to be at the first second booth uh, representing the Adventure Zone. So, uh, are we going to cosplay for that? Are we? Should we cosplay? Yeah. Ooh, probably. Really fun. I mean, we will have done a live Adventure Zone the night before. So, y'all will definitely have your, yeah. your, cost, your costume. And it will, it will smell of show funk. So, that'll yeah. be nice. If you cosplay, be sure to come and like if you see us walking around. I don't want any of this. Like I saw you guys, but I was I didn't want to bother you. If you're dressed as a character from the Adventure Zone, you come say hi. Let us get a picture with or, you or not. I mean, it, like if you want to say hi, just say hi. Just stop yeah. and say hi. There's no yeah, rules. Just, just right. There's no, no rules here. Trav, have you been to San Diego Comic Con before? I have. I went last year. Okay. Um, is it just be straight with me? You know me and my, my proclivities. Uh, my special. <laughs> My sort of whole thing. Is it just going to be a full-blown pedal to the metal McGee's shit show? Like, is that what I'm anticipating here? No, 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 no. No? No. It's going to be a medium pedal to the metal shit show, but not (laughs) full-blown. How many times am I going to run into Nathan Fillion in the bathroom? Because I know it's going. I know. Oh, that's too many. Mm-hmm. That's too Why many times. But that's because so he much. just stays in the bathroom. Hey, <laughs> do you need a mint towel? Need what do you need? I don't work here. That's a good. Both of you did real good, Nathan Fillion. Sir, should we do? Oh, we should. We, no. Well, we should also say Super right train. here at the top. We're also going to be on, on on at midnight. Oh fuck. The 24th, July 24th. Don't ask midnight. when it's on. You'll look like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but check it out. Watch us, the three of us, competing brother against brother. It's the civil war of late night comedy shows. 
We Please don't in- really write jokes or do jokes ever, mm-hmm. so this should be a fun experience. Yeah, please enjoy all of us trying to look comfortable as we appear on national television. For Can I hit time. you guys with this? I was, this is a true story uh, before we get to our advice segment of the, of the show, the ever-dwindling advice segment. Uh, I was watching episodes of At Midnight and pausing after Mr. Hardwick gave the prompt to see if I could come up with a joke. Oh man. Isn't that sad? So here's so here's the one. I'm gonna give you guys the prompt. Okay. And you have to come up with your own jokes and I'll tell you what my joke is to buy you some time, okay? Real real quick though, I do I did just say, oh man, not because of this segment you're doing, but because I just had to confront the fact that you are going to call him Mr. Hardwick while I'm in the room with you. And it's gonna oh, no, be I'm bad not. for me. Now Chrissy Boy is what he insists on. Oh, okay. Um Okay, so the prompt was, what uh, uh, Pitbull, if he ran for governor of Florida, what would his campaign slogan be? And here's who you have to beat in this lineup was Howie Mandel, David Cochner, and I forget. But Howie Mandel was the main one that I was I quit. like. I give, I would, I would, I would, the Sun Tzu said, the first secret to war is to not get in it with a combatant who you could never hope to beat. And so I I concede, of course. Okay, so you, that is gonna be your sort of play. The best I could do is, I know you want me as gov- as governor. And that's it, and that sucks. I'm gonna be so bad on TV. Memory heart, that's the third person. Me as okay. governor? Yeah, right, picture that with a Kodak. So Pretty we're good. gonna be really comma, bad. Comma, but I would like to be governor, please. Is it, can, can, can Chris, will Chris sue us? Like, people have been trying to get you on this show for a long time, and you did, you stank it the fuck up. And so, I, I need, the show got canceled because of how bad you did. Lots of people lost their jobs. And so, we need $10 million by, by next Tuesday. Here was my joke. <laughs> Pitbull's running for governor of Florida. What's his campaign slogan? I promise to personally eat every mosquito in the state. <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> Damn it. All right, so, Justin. Now, gotta... fifth, now, okay, 15 minutes is about what it's... Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So Do you think they'll... Lengthy edits. All right. Um, you can carry us through this television experience. Let's do some advice. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to just get in there and just do the damn thing. You guys ready? Yeah. Are you sure you're ready? Sorry, I'm looking for the question. You did not have the email ready. I work from home, and one of the restaurants I go to for lunch has a guest of the month leaderboard with names and tally marks behind the register. I go here at least twice a week. I have the rewards card, and they know my order without me having to give it to them, but I'm not even on the leaderboard. What do I have to do? That's from Inconsolable in Irvine. Uh... Man, you got to step it up. You gotta step up your game. You gotta be like that dude in Super Size when he had a billion Big Macs, and just get in there. And 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 can this be the only restaurant you eat at? What's this meal you always get? Is it perhaps a salad with all the major food groups in it? It sort of um, covers the whole pyramid. Because if so, you just go there and you order that for every single meal. All of a sudden, you can rack up twenty one a week, and that's gonna get you there. Uh, well, c- could you maybe a af- Maybe you need to make more of an impression. Maybe mm-hmm. a fun outfit. Mm-hmm. Maybe is maybe is they you could be the zoot suit panini king, and you just every time you come in, you're like, "Hey, mama!" It's like guy or girl doesn't matter. Hey, no. mama! 
I'm ready for my panini. And then you do yeah. a spin around. And then when they hand it to you, it'll be really hot. Or maybe it's not. And you take a bite and you're like, smoking. Yeah, you say, I've burned myself. <laughs> you know, a lot of people uh, look down on and, and remember poorly the 90s swing fascination. But I mm. think the Zoot Suit Panini Kings had a lot of hits. <laughs> and people just don't. They still appreciate the work that they it's, did, the groundwork they laid, you know? It's a, it's a shame that their bold style and vision was completely lifted wholesale by the Panini Pop and Daddies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, led to the, it led to the swing turf wars of 1999. And we lost a lot of good... Trombonists. A lot of really good uh, ska musicians. Just kidding. It was just such thing. <laughs> Um, get that roasted red pepper on there. Check to make sure there's no hair. Grill uh, lines, it. grill lines. Throw that thing on the little grill. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Yes, I am. There's another part of it right there. Who'll be your daddy? You just change the, the and then I try <laughs> to get tense. Who's your daddy? Yes, I will. There you yes. go. Okay, it's uh, not even good. Um, Here's what the thing. Answering? What you've got now, which is nice, is like you have a leaderboard. So you need to find that person who's number one and mm. learn from them, train from them. <laughs> what Travis is suggesting is you um, you draft on them, to use racing terminology. Mm-hmm. So you just follow them, and when they go to the Panera Bread, you swing in there, and you order double what they eat. Yeah. yeah. You've got to eat all of it. Or else it doesn't count. Maybe some ink. What does that mean? Just get some ink, like the like. Just get a tattoo that's like number one fan of the panini spot. That's got to get mm-hmm. you on the board at least, right? I I don't like that. But it's of the month. Justin's the problem. So you get that once. That's maybe yeah. June. What do you do for like July and August? You know what I mean? Just keep getting the same tattoo over and over again. Well, that's no, crazy, Justin. I was saying I don't like how that affects the healthy spirit of competition that this place is trying to foster, right? Like, if fucking, you know, Peyton Manning gets a, I love the Super Bowl tattoo, Mm -hmm. I don't think they should let him just be in the Super Bowl because of that. I think, I want to go on record and say, I think that's wrong. Uh, So we got to be looking, we're probably talking, let's say we're looking at a top 10 list here. Okay. Okay. You got to assume you're probably 11. You're in there all the time. Uh, so maybe you pick somebody on the list and, uh, August is just around the corner. Maybe, uh, maybe they're not going to make it in this Uh-oh. time. Maybe they, uh, had a little accident and, hey. I, uh, maybe they, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe they, uh, maybe they decided to, uh, get, uh, paninis at another establishment. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're uh, eating paninis with the fishes now. <laughs> maybe. Because they maybe went they, to that seafood restaurant. Maybe they're splitting, uh, splitting a panini with old St. Pete. Hey, maybe, maybe they're maybe. having some men paninis. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um... Our you, least popular option, but we're bringing it back <laughs> just for you, the Panini Spot fans. The beat, cement the, panini. beat the heat this summer with a cement <laughs> panini. Cement panini. Um, L- you, lose those last few LBs. Get your beach body right by <laughs> <laughs> trying. Eating, eating this rocks. Eating rocks. Um, do you do this is one of Yahoo? Sure. Mm. Wait, what? Here's a Yahoo from Sally. You and tricked us into saying we're doofuses. Oh, it's man. from uh, Seth Carlson. Thank you, Seth. It's Yahoo Answers user Sally who says, 
What would become of McDonald's if they were just serving Happy Meals with characters of Family Guy and South Park for an older audience? Wait, what? Whoa. What would happen? What would become of McDonald's if they were just serving Happy Meals uh, with characters from Family Guy and South Park for an older audience? I, I just want to say, uh, and we'll get to the uh, actual meat of the question. I love when people use what would become or what has become as a phrase. Yeah. It just sounds so like. It makes you sound like Edgar fucking Gandalf. Poe. Yeah. Well, um. um I want to go to McDonald's and order a you know a burger meal and fries and still get that excitement that I used to get when I would get you know a little Beyblade, and but I've I listen it's I've put behind me my childish things now mm-hmm. I want Family Guy and South Park toys that irreverent that humor I, the irreverent South Park humor and I love that and yeah. you know I love that but I I, I would be so excited to pull. You know, a little quagmire out of my food, out of my meal, and I think that would be really, really. And maybe he has a little button on it. You press him, and he says all of his fun jokes from the show. Wait, are the are is it the is it the toys? I thought the box art on the Happy Meal would yeah, be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Happy Meal without a toy in it. And no, see, no, no, now I, this is why I did call you a doofus <sighs> before we started. But that would be good for adults because, like, as adults, we know that there's not always a prize. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just do it. Because you oh. have to, because you're supposed to. And if you mm. do it and expect a reward, right? Millennials, right? Expecting a reward every time. Sure. And you don't always get the trophy. Sometimes you just do it because you have to do it because you have to pay your stupid electricity bill because without electricity, you can't power your Nintendo maybe, Switch. Maybe, maybe the electricity bill is in the... It's got Family Guy and South Park on the box. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know it's for adults. And so you crack it open and it's not that little joke burger that they serve to kids. Uh, it's, you know, a big, one of their weird fucked up artisanal <laughs> burgers with like frizzled onions and that delicious McDonald's guacamole on it. But then you you dig inside and there's maybe there's even a little bag, a little plastic bag and it feels like there's a toy in it and it does have, you know, Peter and Lois and everyone on it. And you tear it open and it is your electricity bill or your gas bill in there. Maybe you, maybe there's a little plastic bag in there. You open it up and wait. It's your car keys? Didn't you just have the, you look up who just served you? It's Chris Angel. That's right. You've just been mind freaked. He's got your keys out of your pocket and somehow got them into the toy bag in the McDonald's. So we've basically covered the big three of adulthood. Um, (laughs) Irreverent humor. Bills, Chris Angel. Yeah, Chris, Chris Angel. Angel. I don't need, the good thing about the toy, the usual mm-hmm. thing about the toy is it's a good way to convince your kids to eat their chicken grillers and apple slices. <clears throat> I don't need extra motivation right. to eat the McDonald's that I'm not allowed to eat. Uh, by the way, McDonald's, if you're listening, some sort of bean-centric product would be uh, definitely hugely appreciated to meet, those of Meet us Justin halfway me. here with well, some bean product. Justin, I feel like you're selling the toy short because it's also a good way to convince our dad in the 90s that they might be worth something someday, and so he needs to collect a shit ton of them, um, and then eventually I assume throw them away. That yeah, that already happened. Oh, okay. Um, they the, already if you remember that. the drawer in the TV room uh, mm-hmm. when we got uh, destroyed the TV room. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That that drawer existed. Um, yeah, that's a good point though. I don't have a bunch of room for you know a shitty little Cartman in my in my home now. Um, and so maybe you crack open the box and it's got all my favorite adult characters on it. And then I get the little plastic Cartman out of it. And he just sort of sits there as some sort of 
weird lunch totem as I as I enjoy my bad burger. And then somebody comes and they say, are you done, sir? And I say, yes. And then they throw this toy away for me. Mm-hmm. So I do not, I don't have to bring it into my house. What if the toy was made of Jordan almonds? Maybe now just a nice palate cleanser. <laughs> the toy nice. is just a Ferrero Rocher chocolate. Has anyone ever eaten Jordan almonds that were not given to them as a wedding favor? Probably think about it. Point. Really think really think about it. The answer is no. When's McDonald's gonna just start serving booze? You know what I mean? Nah. Come on, cowards. I want my booze. I want my fucking Eric Cartman toy <laughs> to be thrown away for me. And I want my guacamole burger with frizzled onions. This is this we can't get into this. I'm surprised we have not had a munch squad about about McDonald's sort of Chipotle turn here. Uh, here in the eleventh hour, I just it's it's it bog it boggles the mind. Y'all want fancy shit from us, right? It's like they've it's like they've discovered the Necronomicon, and it's like you guys are dabbling in forces that I I absolutely do not trust you with guacamole. That's not a McDonald's. That's not a McDonald's, unfortunately. Uh, this is not a Munch Squad, but I did uh I <laughs> I did want to point out I just Googled Ronald McDonald because I was like, where is that guy? Have you guys seen Ronald McDonald for a while? He ha- a you haven't, have you? It's been a minute, right? So here's the deal. Uh, uh, in 2016, do you remember everybody was kind of tripped out about clowns for a, for a minute? It was like, oh, did they did they pull him back a little bit? Uh, they are quote mindful of the current climate around clown signings in communities and being thoughtful in respect to Ronald McDonald's participation in community events for the time being. So, uh, your plan to make um. Ron McDonald less terrifying is to put him in the hole. <laughs> I didn't, put, we can't put him, see put, him. Put him in solitary for a few years. We want to be absolutely clear here. Ronald's still there and he's everywhere, but you won't see him anymore. So yeah. enjoy. Can I enjoy this? Can I share something I just found on the Ronald McDonald Wikipedia? Yeah, sure. please, everybody yes. always talks about the uh, the you know the oh interesting fact Willard Scott played the original Ronald McDonald. Sure, That's very yeah. very interesting. Um, back to back, nineteen seventy five to nineteen eighty four, and then nineteen eighty four to nineteen ninety one. Ronald McDonald was portrayed by someone named King Moody. All right, followed by Squire Fridell. Excellent. And Are I you assume, shitting me? I assume Squire Fridell worked for King Moody. As mm. his squire. This had to be, like, oh, this man. was back to back. King Moody followed by Squire Fredell. Yeah, followed by Paige Johnson. Right? Like, King Moody. King Moody was fucking Ronald McDonald for nine years. Yeah. And what? they just took it away. because he They took, got... his, took his crown. Um, how about another question? Uh, that sounds good to me. Um... Man, King Moody was also on uh, Man from Uncle, Bonanza, Bob Newhart Show, Chips, Dragnet, as Ron, Smart, as Ron, as Ron McDonald. McDonald. There's a lot of product placement in those shows. Um, you, uh, okay, so here we go. Um, okay, I just also wanted to let you know that Ronald McDonald, King Moody, Robert King Moody is his, is his full name, is the dad of uh, 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 William Moody, better known as Paul Bearer, are you shitting me? Holy Get the shit out! Are you fucking me with me right now with this? Star-studded, star-studded family. The other day I bought some gum from Starbucks. 
once my coffee was gone, I realized I, that I had left the pack of gum back at Starbucks on the counter. I didn't have a receipt, and also it would be embarrassing to go back just for a pack of gum. Do you? I guess you didn't want gum that bad, huh? Hmm. Do you think it's okay for me to just take one next time I'm there, or would that be considered stealing? And that's from bad breath because of forgotten gum. Um, this is this is <clears throat> one of those rare and wonderful circumstances where stealing is better than the alternative. Where just taking a thing is better than the alternative because huh. the alternative is high. I bought this last time, but I didn't get it, so I'm gonna get it this time. And then I feel like you'll be immediately arrested for that. If you steal and you get caught, you'll be arrested, right? Um, sort of Jean Valjean style. Like I need this gum for my family. They they breath is it stinks real bad. They, they love xylitol. Yeah. So um, I think I think I think you just got to pocket this one, and I'm I think it's fine because you paid last time, and then I, if you get caught, you can explain the situation. Morally, it's fine. Yes. That will be a tough excuse. To you won't get caught. You can't get caught. Come on, Come really? On. If you get caught, you deserve whatever you get. It's <laughs> <laughs> an easy steal. Um, we're not as hardcore into stealing as we were in earlier. <laughs> episodes we're all parents now and yeah. i don't think we can have the the hard line on shoplifting which is pro uh that we had well, i got you know i got my i got my bad bust and so i'm out of the mm -hmm. lifting game uh, you, well you got a bad bust i didn't yeah. know this yeah crate and crate and barrel uh got, yeah we got crates or barrels they both i tried to shoplift a crate both. and a barrel at the Griffin. same time yeah it was bad it was it was i tried to explain because they got me out of the door because i was carrying a big box made of wood and a big barrel made of wood and it was really heavy and so i was struggling and making a lot of noise a clamber and i dropped the barrel and that made a lot of noise mm -hmm. and then and they got me at the door mm -hmm. and they were like what do you what the fuck they said actually what the fuck do you think you're doing which i don't think you're allowed to cuss and i did send a letter to the crate and barrel, barrel hq to try and get that person removed but um, yeah i said <laughs> i said i brought these here to get them serviced because mm -hmm. i thought this was like a crate and a barrel like repair shop sure um and i was turned away and so i'm just taking them um and they said oh go right ahead and then i walked out of the door and the barrel exploded. It was full of C4. Oh. It was like a security measure. So the barrel exploded. And so could, that's how they that's how they got me. Could you could you steal your pack of gum back one piece at a time? Now mm. I'm in. Now you have my you have my curiosity, and now you have the rest of the quote from the movie. Uh could you just slip a piece out of a packet? And pop it in your mouth, and you get your gum. And you didn't take a whole pack. That's mm -hmm. not that's not even stealing, if well, you think about it. One piece of gum. Here's the thing, Justin. You're going to need a Rita Hayworth poster to cover up the gum. <laughs> Yourself, your body. <laughs> to cover up your body and the gum, and like I'm, a tiny gum pickaxe. At uh, Comic-Con this year, I'm uh, cosplaying as a Rita Hayworth poster. I wear it. And then like <laughs> during one of the live shows, you'll be like, Griffin's been quiet for a while. And then you move the poster, and I will I will have slipped out from behind the chair. And It'll be just swimming great. through two miles of shit. Yeah. Last last time I went to Starbucks, I did the drive through, and on the there's like a little metal shelf for you to put your card on and stuff. Outside the drive through window, on the metal shelf, there was a basket that had in it stuff like gum and the Rice Krispie treats and maybe a nice biscuit. Would you assume? that those were complimentary. They were on a shelf outside. Like you would assume, they're not cooling a pie out there. 
I assumed they were complimentary. Yeah, uh, like when bookstores no, put the books outside of the front the door. The ones they want you to steal, right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. I thought that was for stealing, and um, like I didn't try it, but they they confirmed for me that those were purchasable goods. They're just trying to establish another you know, point of sale uh, there. They're, they're uh, trying to establish a fucking bait car, is what they're it's doing. It's what it is, right? Like, Starbucks maybe has their head on a pretty major swivel for theft. I I guess is what I'm saying, is yeah. that's what gets him up in the morning, is busting innocent people for stealing. Um, You could pretend sh- you thought they were complimentary if you get caught. Oh, God, that's so good. You guys sell coffee. I just yeah. thought this was part of the deal. Oh, is this not for everyone? So you just took a banana. Well, yeah, you're fucking Starbucks. Why yeah. do you have produce? You tried to make seven dollars for a coffee. I oh, assume. Now, and now, and now we can now let's get into it. Because why are they charging so much for this dang coffee at Starbucks? It's a rich vein we've unearthed. Oof. I can't believe we're the first ones to finally make it to talking goofy about how much Starbucks costs. And what's the deal with their Christmas cups? Yeah, go for it, Trav. Not well, in my not in my backyard. Don't I, don't don't crack open the door to your skewed perspective and then not throw that bad boy open and let me look inside. I'm I might I might have used the wrong um tone of voice because I honestly was asking what I, what is the deal with it? I see people talking about it. And I yeah, but an issue. Didn't really what, make yeah. what is it? Yeah, if you go in there right now, you can't find a single one. Okay, cowards. Yeah, Wait war on Christmas, am I? Right? War yeah. the war on Christmas in July. <laughs> They they're they're not satisfied by their one war. They want a war on two fronts in two yeah. months. What about what Summer it, Jesus? You know what I mean. When was Summer Jesus born? Do you think there would be a bigger conflict this Christmas if their cups had said, "We fucking love Jesus, the one true <laughs> Lord and Savior who came to Earth as a baby of virgin birth. We're fucking crazy about him, and if you don't believe him, you're gonna go to hell." Check Starbucks, cup, fuckers, where you saw. The one pair of footprints on the beach. That was Summer Jesus. That was Guess where he hangs, Jesus. Guess where he hangs out. He's always there, getting beautiful, getting beautiful tan, loaning out his boogie board to folks who need it. <laughs> Such a chill guy. Um, should we go to the money zone so we don't have to keep fucking stealing gum from Starbucks and then maybe what? Travis will stop complaining about the prices? Let's do it. Tell you about Squarespace. Um, Squarespace is an incredibly intuitive uh, website design platform that you don't need any special knowledge to use. You don't need any kind of special training. You can start today. Um, and and I get like this is not a joke, no exaggeration. Within the hour, you could have an, a website up and running. I've done a bunch of websites on it already. Um, I actually just built one. Uh, for a project that me and some friends are working on here, took me like 45 minutes. And it's not just your basic, you know, GeoCities, you know, kind of shit with dancing hamsters and under construction signs. This is like a sleek professional website that you can plug in, you know, uh, merchandise and, uh, you know, links to shit and buttons and pictures and slideshows and email and your own domain, all of these things. It's incredible. If you want to see an example of this, you can go to macroshows.com uh, that we built on Squarespace. Um, yeah. And I also, I also, I made griffinmacroy.com and I really liked how easy it was to use. And I set up a contact page that I did recently have to, it's on timeout. Um, because I did start to get basically daily emails. And I don't know if this is a coordinated attack from people who just wanted to talk about, um, 
for and not so much talk about but just sort of like yell at me about uh just sort of yell it yell the subject at me um so that one is on timeout but they do let you put up a contact page that will get voice spammed and squarespace provides award-winning 24 7 support um they have a unique domain experience that's fully transparent and easy to set up and you can do a free trial right now with 10% off your first purchase uh, by visiting squarespace.com slash mybrother. That's squarespace.com slash mybrother. Uh, I want to tell you all about Blue Apron because I fucking love Blue Apron. We've been using it for a little over a year now, and I learned how to cook. I didn't know how to cook, and I did Blue Apron, and now I know how to cook, and I love cooking. Um, they send you, uh, for less than 10 bucks per, per ten bucks per person per meal, they'll send you uh, seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients that you can use to make delicious home-cooked meals. I'm talking about stuff like seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers, creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges, fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanelle pepper, um, all kinds of amazing meals. I seriously love this thing, and you will too. If you check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping, just go to blueapron.com slash my brother. One more time, that's blueapron.com slash my brother. Uh, we got some Jumbotron messages here I'd love to to share with y'all. Uh, first is from one of the guys who brought you the True Tiles Kickstarter comes heroeshoard.com. That's H-E-R-O-S-H-O-A-R-D.com. Uh, head to Heroes Horde to buy beautifully rendered 3D tiles, terrain and scenery for your tabletop or role-playing game. Built by a lifelong D&D player, these files let you pair old-school gaming with new-school tech. Buy and print the files you need I bet and arrange them. Tiles. I think it's probably supposed to be tiles. What did I say? Files. files. It does say files in the copy, but I think it's supposed to be tiles. Well, you could understand my confusion. But oh, yeah, no, Justin, it says files. Don't get me wrong. I'm not correcting you. I'm correcting okay. the copy. I think it's tiles. Buy and print the tiles or files, whatever you want, and you can arrange them any way you like to astound and confound your players. Build the layout of your dreams with Heroes Horde. Dot com. Can you spell it one more time? Because this, both of those words could be spelled different. H-E-R-O-S-H-O-A-R-D dot com. That was beautiful. That jingle was free. Don't free don't jingle. add us about jingles anymore. Jingles are uh, back. <laughs> uh, here's another uh, personal message. This one's for Corey Daniels, and it's from Jacob Rich, who says, Read in Garfield at the Ops Warlock voice file. We're not dancing monkeys. Are we going to fuck or what? Griffin is. <laughs> Griffin is. I'm really um, glad Griffin used the voice because if he hadn't, that would have been just upsetting to just hear out of Griffin in like a flat. Yeah, let me, give you, let me give you an alternate uh, take. Uh, I, I think the first take was good. And I think that's the one we're going to go with. But um, are we going to fuck or what? Thanks for being an awesome friend and mentor and getting me a job. Love your buddy Jacob. Or perhaps love your buddy Jacob. <laughs> love him. Love him, damn it. We have one more Jumbotron. This is for Kristen. This is from Steve. Happy New Year or post-Valentine's Day day or World Rat Day or Canada Day or birthday <laughs> or Thanksgiving or Candle Nights, depending on when the McElroys read this. Love you bunches. I love that 94% of this message was spent dragging us for yep. how bad we are. Not a good use of your $100. I think it's a pretty good use because I feel very small right now. And you, <laughs> di and you did that. 
Following the news is hard and it sucks. How do you know which stories are important? Which sources do you trust in this post-truth world of reactionary journalism? I'm Brent Black. And I'm Travis McElroy. And we host a podcast called Trends Like These. We cover trending news stories. We debunk misleading clickbait headlines. And we always try to throw in a little bit of good news. In our quest for truth. So join us every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. I mean, here's a. I mean, here's one. Here's a Yahoo, and this one's sent in by Kevin Budnick. Thank you, Kevin. It's Yahoo Answers user David who asks, "When was it proven that you can't breathe in space?" No additional details. Huh. I like this idea. Buzz and Lance hop off the the spaceship, step mm-hmm. on that man, and Buzz just like immediately is like crack and like takes off the helmet and he's like all right let's look oh no <laughs> oh 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 okay. shoot hey he puts it back on real quick and he's like lance don't it's weird you can't <laughs> you know lance, how normally you can well you lance, can't. I can't i couldn't i put i popped it off because and this is going to be griffin? i just realized how uncomfortable this is going to be the whole time lance griffin are you saying Lance Armstrong? I am, aren't I? You are. <laughs> <laughs> That's not him. That's not it at all. It's Neil. It was Neil who did it. But Lance Armstrong did say he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? For sure. I got up there. Loved it. <laughs> Crazy about it. Took my helmet off. I was fine. I was like, fine. I don't know why all these other, and these other guys can't. And that's how they got him. I biked up to the moon. People were like, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm, makes sense, mm-hmm. makes sense. And he's like, got up there, popped off my stupid helmet because I wanted to really relax and unwind up there and have a, just like a lunar chill sesh. And then uh, I breathed just normal. And they're like, wait a minute, Lance. <laughs> Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi. I can't believe I fucked that up. <laughs> right. I did prove it, though, because everybody, this is a fun fiction that I've just spun. And it's an, also a fun fiction to say that Neil Armstrong did it. But... My question for all these space types mm-hmm. who've got their head in the clouds is, has anybody ever really tried it? Has anybody ever really tried it? And how do we know that it didn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe this is like a flat earth situation. Where well, no, like, God, please, God, don't equate it to that. Please don't put that where on Where everyone's me. just like, the earth is flat, the earth is flat, but until you test it is what I mean. Oh, I see, I see, I okay. see. Because we just assumed, we just assumed, we looked up at space and we said, that seems hard to breathe in. And we all nodded at each other. And that was it. You know, that's as far as we went. You know, like, who's ever stood in a vacuum? Because here's the thing. Maybe you got in a vacuum for a second and you're like, mm, hard to breathe. But what you didn't count on was rapid evolution. Mm. Like when yeah, you pick up a fish to- and you throw it on land and suddenly it starts walking around because it has to. It's got to. And that's what survival of the fittest is, is like... You either fit or you don't. You know what I mean? Like you got to get fit, like like um, Slim Goodbody's head. Got to get fit or die. During all of his talks about evolution, <laughs> yeah, rapid evolution, please. rapid evolution, X Men style evolution. I wanna, I wanna mm-hmm. get Elon on the horn mm-hmm. and just say, send me up, crack my visor for a minute and mm-hmm. see, because there's a lot of scientific method says you generate a theory. Mm-hmm. And then you, there's a control group, 
mm-hmm. and that can be you know one of, one of y'all and you can keep your fucking helmet on because i guess you don't like to live on the edge and also we're trying to prove a scientific hypothesis and then i'll crack it for a second try to get a few good deep lungfuls and maybe it happens maybe it doesn't i'm just saying if we could all breathe up there i think we'd be i think we'd be up there already mm-hmm. well i mean look at this way like i can't breathe underwater but fish can you know what Ooh. I mean? So, like, the idea of, like, the way I breathe is the way everything breathes. Like, Stinks. Hey, it's a shitty way of thinking. Yeah, right? Like, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to limit. I'm not going to be that oxygen-focused, you know? I'm going to say that maybe there's other ways of breathing out there. And, and I, like, maybe the way I breathe is right for me, but mm-hmm. it might not be right for some, you know? I say make a plan and God laughs. Maybe yeah. you're planning that you will be able to. Maybe you won't. Maybe you should just go to space and see mm-hmm. how it goes. When you know? God, when God closes the door, he opens a window, and you are sucked out into the into that infinite inky vacuum. It's like my tattoo says: just breathe. You know, just <laughs> peculiar travel suggestions are dancing lessons from God. Mm-hmm. And so, if I say to you, go up to space, check it out. You might like it. That's Basically, God speaking through me, visa via Kurt Vonnegut mm-hmm. into you, visa vis dancing lessons. Yeah, gotcha. from God through me. Mm-hmm. So maybe okay. you should just go up there and fucking see how it goes. You know? Yeah, explore. Like my other tattoo says, <laughs> Travis has got a lot of words on him. Well, I've got memento disease. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways, and but most of the time through Justin. <laughs> How about Just another question? God made manifest on Earth. It's weird about it's that. It's weird, but it's true and real. I have just started regularly going to the gym, and I have a problem. I don't really know when to leave. Once I've done a bit of biking and pushed some heavy things up and down, I inevitably end up looking like a lost, scared child who doesn't know whether to stay and lift more or just walk out. I feel the buff eyes of my peers judging my indecision. How can I know when it's time to pack my gym bag and run away? And that's from Indecisive in LA. And I have a pretty easy answer for this oh. one. If you can lift more, you must. You, wow. When you're at the gym, you have to leave. Take it from me. When you're at the gym, you have to leave it all on the tarp. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that, they, that they presumably spread out for the sweat. Oh, they got to, right? I've never been to one, but they, please tell me there's a tarp. Sometimes it's just just old newspaper. Oh, what else do they do with all their humors that fall out during during exertion? Oh, man, I hope there's a tarp. I hear a lot about leg day. So, Mm -hmm. is it leg day? Did you do that? Then you should be okay. If you didn't do it for leg day mm-hmm. get back in there and uh leg day like do you even lift like my other yeah, tattoo exactly. says jesus trav you gotta stop with these you gotta <laughs> yeah. stop getting these. and i i know i tried to talk you out of that 60 point pika uh but you you just had to go for it mm-hmm. right um, across my butt cheeks 
What you're suggesting, Justin, is that you just go until you're a stain on the bench. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing, Griffin. A true gym rat will tell you that you have to stay in the gym until you're asked to leave by the gym staff, not because you're being disruptive or a problem, but because they're worried about you. Because yeah. it's like, hey, you've been here for three days. You need to go home, see your family. Maybe What's you could loudly announce as you're leaving, like, they're out of weights. I used them all up. Yeah, Bye, everybody. I, I lifted them and lifted them directly into my mouth. I gained their strength. That's 20 <laughs> more pounds of punching power. That is, this, this is what you should do. Cause I, uh, it, this is the thing that people do sometimes uh, where they're like lifting and they're grunting and then they just like drop the weights on the ground. And this is very disruptive because it's like, uh, there are people usually a floor underneath you just trying to run on the treadmill and watch Judge Judy and like you drop the weights and make them feel like the world is collapsing and it's not good. So instead, gently set the weights down and then just stand up straight, look surprised like you just realized this fact and yell, I'm done and walk out the front door. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. You should probably also loudly announce an excuse that will placate everyone in the gym that is monitoring your movements. So as you're leaving, you scoop your bag over your shoulder and say, hey guys, sorry, my Nana needs a ride. And then mm, like nice. put on your sunglasses and look over your other shoulder and, then, and be like, Nana problems, you wouldn't understand. Mm -hmm. And then go out the door. <laughs> you put on your sunglasses, then you put on your Nana after you put on your sunglasses, <laughs> runner home Yoda style. And that's, that's also gonna get you sick gains. That's gonna get you sick Nana gains. And that's important, <laughs> you gotta get them everywhere you can. Um, what's the gym, I think it's Planet Fitness, where if you do grunt and drop the weights, they actually like kick you out because they try to create like a, you know, a, a jerk-free environment. That makes I, me very- I think very, it's Planet Hollywood. I think it's Planet Hollywood. You go and you crash, you destroy some, you know, Schwarzenegger onion rings and then you start <laughs> pumping. Um, no, I think it's Planet Fitness. And that makes me never want to go into a Planet Fitness because I imagine if I go and I do try to lift one of those big, wonderful bars, there would be a considerable amount of grunting and probably some dropping <laughs> involved. And then yeah. the, the whole exercise will be, um, you know, cut off before it really gets before it really gets going like don't, I they, they I, have a, don't worry Griffin, they have a chart that's like is the grunt like a oh i did it or is it like a as you fall down and if it's that second one you're good unless you've been injured um and then they will have several burly people carry you out i just um, imagine there's a lot of people doing spinning and yoga lattes mm -hmm. and stuff like that how i would um it would be very distracting for them the sort of sounds and visuals mm -hmm. that I would produce uh, with one of those big, wonderful bars. Just a lot this of like, oh. This is Just an interesting fact that I learned. Uh, I read it on, uh, today I learned on Reddit. Uh, no one's ever died in a Planet Fitness because if you start to die, they just carry you outside past the parking lot and set you down. Um, oh yeah so like in in all the wait no i'm thinking of disney sorry i uh, sorry I run often, that back i mean for me the gym is the most wonderful place on earth yeah. so i call it my magic kingdom well thank god what horses i want a munch squad Thank you to Jack for submitting this one. Uh, this is big news. Limited time. Gotta get in there and get it. Uh, 
Canada's birthday, 150th, the... I You're going to eat Canada? No. The sesquicentennial was uh, on July 1st, and who was celebrating while, while Canadian original Tim Hortons. Now, what are they doing in Canada? I don't know, but they're forcing Canadian culture down the, gul- the waiting maw of America with some special items. Now, one is maple Timbits. They're bite-sized maple-flavored donut holes. So you yeah. can get some of those if you want. Hey, they've got- no, uh, uh, Tim, Tim, you can't sell a menu item called Tim's Bits, Tim. <laughs> Timothy, well, Tim. you can't sell your bits, Tim. There is all- and aren't donut holes just empty space? Uh, Come on down to Griffin's Pizza Zone and eat Griffin's nuts. <laughs> All right, Griffin. <laughs> you Griffin, can't, though. If you're sure. Uh, I, Why don't yeah, they call them donut fillers, right? Because the hole's already in the donut. Oof. Like, I'm going to take I, this one. I'm going to edit it right in after your Starbucks price discovery. If I dug dirt out of a hole, I wouldn't point at the dirt and say, that's the dirt. That's the hole. No, the hole yeah. is the empty spot I made. Can I just get to my fucking thing? Yeah. The maple bacon ice cap. That's a frozen coffee drink topped with whipped cream, maple flakes, and bacon. You mm. with me so far? Because mm-hmm. we're about no. to take. We're gonna <laughs> don't make to- me complicit in this. I don't want bacon floating around in my shit like boba bubbles or whatever. We're about to take a hard pivot here as we stop on by the poutine donut. Ooh. This is a honey dipped donut with potato wedges, gravy, and cheese curds for $1.49. So you know how poutine's a thing? Yeah. And you know how donuts are a thing? And you know how Tim Hortons thinks America is a piece of shit, apparently? They're going to just put the poutine on the donut. And then you pay them $1.49, and then you eat it. And I bet it's dope. It's only available for the month of July. And what? who is perpetrating this? Well, let's check in with Philippe Atiade, the EVP of Tim Hortons U.S., at Tim Hortons restaurants, we're proud of our Canadian heritage. That's why you're putting it on a donut? Sorry, that's me. And we want to share a piece of that in the United States. Our new Canadian-inspired treats are a great way for Americans to get in on the 150th celebration of their friendly neighbor next door. Do you really think that that's an acceptable way of observing the sesquicentennial, the sesquicentennial of one of those is right, Griffin, just edit around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of Canada is eating a gravy and French fry covered donut? My, Do you think that if you see a Canadian later, you're like, hey, I got in on that celebration with you. I ate the donut with gravy. Here's I, here's the th- sad thing I know though, Justin, is like we discuss it and in theory it's very troubling, but there will be people, many people, myself perhaps included, that would see it and kind of sigh and be like, well, I guess I have to eat that know. now. Yeah, it's that fucking double down response of just like, ah, fuck. I mean, I have to. Okay, fuck. fine. Fuck. Um, I have From- a qu- I have a logistical question. Yeah. How do they get the potato wedges on a donut? Because right now I'm sort of envisioning sort of like a like the crown of the witch king of Angmar situation of them just like pointing up like dangerous spires. I am looking at a picture of it on a plate, which is hysterical. It will never be on a plate. <laughs> as well hand it to me over the counter into my mouth and it looks like it's just been dolloped on top with all the like forethought that the creation of this dish would imply i mean 
it it's a it's a nightmare. Also, I should mention in the press release on this, uh, it's uh, or sorry, this is a news story from the street. It says, um, "Poutine originated in Quebec and is typically French fries with cheese curds and gravy on top." Tim Hortons appears to be taking a leap of faith by putting this 1950s dish on a donut. Is it a leap of faith or is it pure unmitigated spite for their garbage neighbors to the south? Because that's what it feels like to me. I feel like I've lost some measure of faith after finding out that this um, is extant. I would fuck it up, though. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn Damn it. Damn these. Fuck it up. Damn it. You win again, Canada. Why do Uh, I love food pranks so much? Why do I always (laughs) fall for them? Always fall for the stunt. So. Uh, folks, that is our show for, for this week. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed yourselves. Uh, wanted to let you know, well, we mentioned we're going to be at, uh, Comic-Con. So that's, uh, cool. We hope to see you there. If you're coming out to those shows, uh, specifically the Mabim Bam show on Saturday, uh, please email us your questions, uh, mbmbam at maximumfun.org and put San Diego question, you know, in the subject line so we know. Uh, where you're coming from. I need lots uh, of yahoos. Also, if you can please send me some yahoos, I would really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we also uh, just put up pre-orders for our new graphic novel, uh, The Adventure Zone, based on the first arc of our other podcast, The Adventure Zone. Uh, the Adventure Zone, Here There Be Gerblins, is available for pre-order right now, and we would love it if you would help help us out by getting over there and uh, pre-ordering that, you can go to theadventurezonecomic.com and uh, pre-order it there, and that would just be the best. Be so great. And thank you to everybody who already pre-ordered it. We were the fucking number one book on Amazon, which is the most wild th- fact so that wild. has ever existed in the world. Um, I want to say, like... I don't know that we ever really talk about Adventure Zone that much on this show, but um, we're in the finale now. I think there's probably like two or three episodes left, and we're going to be wrapping up. Um, if you haven't listened to it, I don't know how much of a like Venn diagram I'm talking to right now of people who listen to this show and have not listened to Adventure Zone. I'm like so proud of what it has turned into, and I would encourage everybody to go and give it a shot. It starts out with us just like kind of playing D&D and not understanding the rules, and it's turned into like... Um, something that is like the creative endeavor that I am most proud of, of like anything in my whole life. So, um, please, please go give it a listen. If you, if you, yeah, you got like a month to catch up before the finale. Um, and it's probably going to be popping off, uh, on a major way. So don't let yourself be spoiled. Just get over and listen to all of the adventure zone. There's an episode 1.5. That's like a shorter version of our pilot, um, that Travis put together. That is like an easier way to onboard. So, um, and then around like episode five or six is where it sort of takes off into its own thing. So, uh, yeah, go, go give it a listen. Thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, go check that one out. Also, thank you to Maximum Fun for having us. There's a bunch of great free shows on MaximumFun.org that you should go listen to. Shows like uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself and Dead Pilot Society and Tights and Fights and One Bad Mother and a bunch of great stuff. And if you want to hear more stuff that we do, you can go to McElroyShows.com. All of our podcasts and videos that we do at Polygon uh, are right there. Great. And uh, we have one more question to sort of ruminate on in the coming week. Griffin, if you would be so kind. Yeah, sure. This was sent by Brooks Oglesby. Thank you, Brooks. It's Yahoo Answers user. Heather Helm asks, Did Nostradamus 
really write something about Gangnam Style getting a billion hits. <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours.